Hey, hey, Podnotians. Welcome to DDG episode 37. My name is George Door Geek, owner operator of Podnuts.com. And I would like to first and foremost thank everybody who is uh, supporting the network, uh, whether it be just by sharing links or by uh, communicating, sending emails, joining me in Boxer on Discord or other platforms uh, without you guys communicating uh, with everybody else in the group. Uh, I think it will be a little bit harder to do everything that I do. That's what I'll say. Um, and we do have a couple new uh, Patreon people. Uh, I want to say thank you to Chad B. Chad B was a new one. And uh, we have uh, Christopher H. were the two newest ones that I saw. Thank you guys very much. Um, if you would like to have completely ad-free versions of this show, just go to patreon.com slash podnuts. It's that easy. Um, which, of course, I hope everyone knows and understands is a joke. There's no ads on shows that I do. I try not to, is what I'll say. Um, I will say um, I did the experiment uh, last week. Uh, right now, it's February the 26th. Last week, I believe on this day, I recorded... Uh, no, it was Tuesday last week. I recorded seven episodes of what I didn't know to call. So I called it like microcast or something. Um, and it the editing, the pre-production time doesn't exist because I already listened to insane amounts of podcasts. Uh, the actual production took very little bit of time because all it is is, you know, just sitting here hitting record. And the post-production time was remarkably small only because the file sizes were so small. It meant editing and post-production was just split seconds. Everything was done. Um, yeah, uh, February, we're at, again, we're at like the 24th on my podcast stats. I've listened to 21 days and 13 hours worth of podcasts. So I thought, why not, since I'm digesting so much podcast, why don't I do a podcast about podcasts kind of thing? Uh, I'm not sure about the name of the podcast, uh, yet is what I'll say. Um, one suggestion I had was to call it the re, the revolving door, uh, taking a podcast for a spin and would be like the tagline, which I'm not going to lie. I thought that was pretty good, but I think I've been more of a literal person uh, these days. What I mean is uh, I want my SEO to make sense. So I'm literally probably thinking about calling it quick podcast review or um, daily podcast review or something literally like that, just because it will be easier to find, easier to say, easier to hear somebody say it and type it into your um, search engine of choice kind of thing. So I might be doing that, a daily podcast review, quick podcast review, but because my OCD, I was literally thinking about making it alphabetical. If I'm already doing podcast review, that's O-P-Q-R, you know, so why not Q? So I was thinking podcast quick review, P-Q-R, because OCD, not sure yet what I'm going to do. Um, I will say if you have suggestions, don't hesitate to shoot, shoot them in because even though when I'm done recording this episode uh, live on um, YouTube here, I'm today on YouTube, I'm going to basically record uh, the, the um, first seven episodes again uh, because I'm going to do things slightly different um, on them and I'm going to post them to a new feed, but I'm purposely not going to say the show name yet. Um, because I'm going to figure that out later. This is what we call now a soft launch. You know, like everything that launches now is never a final product. Everything is in a beta form when it launches. And then they figure things out as they move forward. Whether it was the Nin, um, Nintendo Switch, Google Stadia, or anything these days, nothing that launches seems to be completed. 
especially video games. Uh, on a lot of video games, I keep hearing on day one, they have patches for the games, which, you know, back in the 80s was a completely unheard of, is what I'll say. So I'm going to record them. I'm going to release them on a new feed. Um, the new feed, at least on the website, is probably just going to be called um, Microcast for right now, just because it forces me then to change it later. Um, and I'm going to get some custom art- artwork done uh, so it looks purdy, is the logic. Um, and then I will say my doctor's appointment today is for my shoulder, not for anything else. Everything else seems to be going fine, is what I'll say. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to like maintain, is what I'll say. And there was one link I wanted to bring to this show that I thought would cause good discussions, is what I'm going to say. Um, and it is a um, link from YouTube, from Reason. Uh, I believe that actually they call it Reason TV. Um and it is to a uh, basically a like sit down interview with George Hotz Holtz. And I'll say if you do not know who George Holtz is, um, I don't know what to tell you except you you missed on a lot of stuff. Um, George Holtz Hotz H T Z was the first guy who jailbroke the iPhone. He was the first guy to figure out how to bypass Apple security uh, when he was like 14 years old, I, I believe is when it was. Um, Really smart guy is what I'll say. Not a genius because no one is. We all have bl- incredible blind spots that we are completely ignorant towards. But this guy, I will say, is, I think, pretty dang smart. Uh, and it is like a 20-minute video, I want to say, where he basically, um, yeah, 20, 22 minutes long, where he goes through and says why he believes the idea of a self-driving car is a complete scam. Now, it comes with a caveat. He is the he owns a company where he's the lead developer where he is doing um driver assisted um 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 computer assisted driving is i is i believe the the term that he is using for it uh he says everyone now promising self-driving cars are complete scam artists you have companies raking in millions upon millions upon millions of dollars from these investors promising that they're going to make self-driving cars uh, and he says no they're not and it will never be economical. It will never be feasible because, like, right now, you take a look at the ones that are out there. They're literally $250,000, and they kill people, okay? Um, he says, first and foremost, which I utterly agree, you have to first be better than human drivers. Now, years ago, I would have thought that was a really easy task to do because humans can't drive. Humans suck. People die all the time. Tens of thousands of people die because of cars. But in hindsight... It's, you know, only every now and then when drivers make mistakes and then they make big mistakes and people die. Uh, but now we know Uber, uh, Tesla, they've killed people. They've just straight up killed people because of the because the people took their eyes off the road. OK. And he says all these companies promising self-driving cars are literally just scam artists. Um, and and then the um, um, like subline from this video is and um, Silicon Valley needs to die. Um I do agree the mentality of the companies out in Silicon Valley needs to change forcibly or voluntarily, whatever, because what they're doing, I don't think is um, a long-term, healthy, sustainable way to do things. You know, take a look at Facebook, take a look at Google, take a look at Microsoft. I don't like how any of them are. And I know Microsoft is up in Washington. I know Google's all over the world and, you know, whatever, whatever. There, it's that mentality. The Silicon Valley mentality needs to die, is what I'll say. Um, now, here's back to his driving solution. Okay, 
His is not a $250,000 vehicle with all this insane amount of hardware on it. His solution is literally a customized, basically hacked, in all sense of the word, hacked Android phone, okay, where he replaces the camera. I believe he replaces the camera or he adds a second camera. I believe he replaces the camera with an infrared camera so it works in complete darkness just fine. And what his does, then it connects to the ODB port in your car. And I'm not going to say any car, but a large amount of cars built after 2012 have a fly-by-wire system, which basically means it already has a lot of the mechanics in place to allow assisted driving. I'm not going to say self-driving, assisted driving, okay? I'm going to try not to say automated driving kind of thing, but assisted driving to where you can take your hands off the wheel, you can take your hands off the pedal, the car can turn, speed up, slow down, do all that kind of stuff, okay? So you don't need a $250,000 car to get that part. And his phone has a camera looking out on the road, and instead of his phone doing what a lot of the other companies are doing, which are literally spending billions of dollars trying to map every square centimeter on every road in the world, which I think is really stupid and pointless because they're always changing. Um, he then is going the opposite route, which is just trying to say, take this image, crunch this image, try to understand this image, and what would a human do? Okay, uh, He has his vehicles, because of volunteers and everything, over 10 million miles driven without a single accident. And he attributes that partially to... Um, the people he has doing it are passionate people. They're all volunteers kind of thing. Or not all volunteers. A lot of volunteers doing it. Um, but but his second point is his system has the infrared camera looking back at you. And if it picks up, you are not paying complete attention for even like one second. It will completely disengage and f- basically force you to then go back and engage with the car itself. Uh, he is insistent that there's like four levels of all, of all, autonomy. When it comes to driving, level four is where there is no steering wheel. Everything is just done, and you're completely safe, and nobody dies kind of thing. He believes we can easily have level two everywhere, uh, and it doesn't have to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. It doesn't have to, you know, and all the infrastructure does not have to change, and it can coexist with normal drivers on the road. That's the most important part, uh, because we're not going to go, and we're not going to re-engineer all of our roads. Ain't going to happen. Um, we're not going to go put things, all these metal things in the road or wires in the road or think it ain't going to happen. It costs way too much money. Um, so I personally think his solution is among the better solutions. I don't, I, I still don't know if we have anybody with the actual vision that's going to win in the end. But what he kind of said in the video also was we're going to see, hopefully in the next two years, two to five years, a like a extreme drop off in the number of companies and number of investors investing in these companies. And you're going to have a couple companies, you know, getting closer to the, what the final product is going to be. He hopes he's in that group. Uh, he does believe Tesla is going to be in that group. And there was another one he believed was going to be in that group, but I can't remember which one. So if you're interested in what I think of as a straight shooter, a literal computer hacker, a tinkerer with computers. If you want to hear what they think about the future of uh, computer assisted driving, uh, then I definitely encourage you to take a look at that video. Um, I will say reason is a politically motivated channel and stream of stuff, whether it's on YouTube or email or anything. So I will say uh, 
watcher beware. Uh, don't be shocked if there is a little bit of um, uh, politics in there, like sideways. But for the most part, it isn't about politics. It's just about technology and what he thinks, what he feels. The funny thing is, near the end of it, he, he basically admits that he would like to start a religion um, to basically just to make people less jerks. Let's try to like make a religion where the goal of the religion is not to, you know, make money or, um, you know, change laws, but literally just to get people to be less like jerks. So I thought that was actually pretty damn funny. Um, again, uh, it's George Holtz fully self-driving cars are a scam and Silicon Valley needs to die on YouTube. Link will be in the notes. Uh, Again, I do not think I have any emails. I do not think I have any anything else. The other thing I wanted to bring up, though, here, I almost forgot about that. Uh, only because it's in the news, only because it really doesn't fit on any other show is the way that I'll put it. Um, we uh, here in America are now getting like some threats is the best way I'll put it, that people are now thinking that the coronavirus is going to any day come on our shores and, you know, do whatever. Um, I'm not going to say you know, people need to calm down because people always need to calm down. What I'll say is this has been, I, I do not like any news organizations uh, reporting on this kind of thing because they all seem to thrive off of fear mongering, um, being a, very a alarmist about what's going on. And now Italy is this and Iran is that. Um, I will say it's like anything else. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. Should we worry? Well, it's perfectly safe to worry. Should we go crazy? No, I don't think we should. I don't think any really place should because the numbers are kind of revealing is what I'll say. Um, the only thing that confuses me on this page, and this page has been in existence now for a couple of weeks, showing the uh, coronavirus COVID-19 global cases by Johns Hopkins CSSE. I had to say that really slowly. Uh, I'm going to bring it up here so the people watching on YouTube can see it, especially if I uh, show the right one. That would definitely help. Um, come here, copy, do this right this time, paste. Okay. Um, is There's a big gap in the numbers between 81,000 total confirmed cases. Okay. That's a lot. It ain't, but it's a lot, but not really. You know, China has a lot of people. Um, I'm going to move my image over here just so it's easier to see okay the total cases 81,245 that's a big number the total number of deaths is 2,700 okay 81,000 infections 2,000 deaths that's a lot less okay than a disease that's going to cause a plague and cause everyone to die okay huge less um if it was like a third then I think we would really super have to worry, but that's not a third. Okay. A third would be closer to uh, 30,000. Okay. And it's not, it's like a 10th of a third. Okay. So total confirmed 81,000 total deaths, 2000. Okay. Total re, um, re, um, re, um, covered 30,000. Okay. So total deaths, 2000 total recovered 30,000 does not add up to 81,000. And that's the only thing that I find not a little bit concerning is what's happening with the rest of the people. Are they just literally just, just in a hospital in a constant state of what I gather is like hacking, coughing, flu like symptoms. Cause that's not good. Um, the early news on this was that's going to take, take a year 
for a vaccine to be developed. Um, the one thing I laugh at is when anyone tries to say those kinds of things because that's how long it took in the past. Okay, Every day, we're seeing this exponential growth in our ability to do everything. Okay, doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, you know, cook a bird or, you know, uh, have pets or medical or technology or biotechnology or anything like that. It keeps getting better, faster and everything. Uh, so this is less than three months old in air quotes. It, the first case was December 31st is what I'll say. And they're getting ready to test vaccines now, right now. Okay. Less than three months. Um, so when a news broadcast tells you it's going to take a year for a vaccine, anytime anybody tells you that they know how long something is going to take like this, never, ever believe them. Never, ever, ever, ever believe them. You can take them with a grain of salt and say, oh, okay, that sounds fair. And you can remember what they said, but never rely on it because no technology and everything is just in ever increasingly getting better. Okay. Um, the one thing that I like and, uh, w which I would show to people on this page is this chart here in the bottom corner showing you the actual numbers on a line graph. And you can see there's a huge bump here in the middle in the, um, in the, um, diagnosed cases. And that's because they redefined what it was to do the diag, um, diagnosis to have a lot more people diagnosed with it because they weren't at first sure how to diagnose it. And they, they got better at it. So now they, it became a larger spectrum of people. So there's a huge bump, but then you see it is dramatically slowed down here in the last uh, about week and a half, two weeks almost, it's dramatically slowed down. It's not running, going crazy, even though literally less than 24 hours ago, hearing on the news that it's going crazy in Italy, it's going crazy in Iran, South Korea, oh my goodness, it's going crazy. It's not, not even remotely close, not even remotely close to close. Um, so don't always just blindly believe news broadcasts, as I'll say. Um, go to a source and look for yourself. And again, this is Johns Hopkins. And if anybody should be upset at Johns Hopkins and not believe Johns Hopkins, I'm going to say it's me. Because a little backstory for those that don't know it, I was born dead, um, different hospital, but I survived. Then when I was young, my mom took me to a Johns Hopkins doctor uh, because I would not stop turning my head back and forth. Uh, 12 Johns Hopkins doctors, 12 independent Johns Hopkins doctors all told my mother I was mentally retarded. Um, then my mom went to a 13th doctor. And he said, your son needs glasses because um, what he sees, he's completely out of focus. And there's a part of his retina that's burnt from when I was in uh, the um, NICU looking up at the lights. So I'm just trying to follow that light. And this guy was not a genius. He was just a normal doctor. So if anybody should say, don't trust Johns Hopkins, I'm pretty sure it's me. Uh, really, I have no problem saying that. So if you want to bookmark this page and just check out the progress on it, you can. But I do think stuff should start calming down a lot more. Hopefully they'll find something else to talk about in the news cycles. Because again, uh, I listen to insane amounts of podcasts and a fair amount of them are actually news based is what I'll say. A fair amount of them are actually news based. Um, I don't like listening to fiction. I don't like listening to stories. I don't like listening to falsehoods. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Um, no audiobook here because I don't want to listen to audiobooks. I want to listen to facts, not narratives. Um, narratives change people's minds. I don't need my mind changed. I think I'm doing just fine. Um, I will say again, if you want to send me an email, do not forget, uh, you can send it at ddg at podnuts.com. It will uh, come to me and then we can do it on the show if you want. If you want to join me live, um, there is a uh, link in the notes to where I uh, 
post when I'm going to go live, whether it's on YouTube, Discord, IRC, Mattermost, um, Twitter, whatever. I try to do all of that. Um, and if you had any ideas about what the um, podcast review show should be called, do not hesitate. Let me know. I need more ideas is what I'm going to say. Uh, probably like a week after it goes live, I'm going to go and do the actual branding on it and give it a proper name. I want to thank everyone again for their support. Thank everyone for their downloading. Thanks everyone for their support. And I will talk to everyone again real soon. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.